Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last week's 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The first reading reveals that the spiritual response to stress is obedience to God. The second reading shows that what we believe is the way we live. The gospel shows that only Jesus can satisfy the eternal hunger. This week, Feed upon God's word when the hunger pains of temptation or stress attack you. Remember, Jesus can satisfy your hunger through prayer, 
reading his word, receiving the sacraments in Christian fellowship. Let him be the bread of life for you every day, and you will see a dramatic improvement in your spiritual and physical health. Deacon Ken, in a book dated 1993 to 2000, wrote, I have fed on God's word this weekend. I had a terrible lung infection and the pain and poor breathing was greatly relieved by doing my Bible study, reading Saturday's readings in the divine office in the Angelus. And I answered this, for me, my spiritual and physical health is very good, but my emotional health is wavering at times. It comes when I see myself taking and not giving. I just made a phone call to a friend in a rehab center, and that helps me, but it is not enough for my satisfaction. Hearing the word is not enough. I need to become more of a doer of the word. I made a list of little things I can fit into my schedule to touch someone's life, even if it is just writing a note. What was a helpful or new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? From what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Deacon Ken? The spiritual and physical response to stress is obedience to God. His application, I turned to God's call through his word, and he was with me all through my physical suffering. And I have, what hit me from last week's readings was what Jesus said his food was, doing the will of him who sent me, and the work of God is to have faith in the one whom he sent. My application, obey God's word and listen more intently to the word of God so my faith will grow in the knowledge of Jesus being alive in me and in word and sacrament. Also in the gospel, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and whoever believes in me will never thirst. My application, when I am hungry for love, go to him immediately and put my faith in him to fill that need. And when I do, whenever I do that, he is always there. I have never once gone to him and he has not made me feel his presence. Thank you, Jesus. This week is the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The gospel is from John 6, 41 to 51. At this, the Jews started to murmur and protest because he claimed, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They kept saying, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? How can he claim to have come down from heaven? Stop your murmuring, Jesus told them. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. 
Everyone who has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, only the one who is from God has seen the Father. Let me firmly assure you, he who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven for a man to eat and never die. I myself am the living bread come down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he shall live forever. The bread I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The word of the Lord. Questions about what were the Jews murmuring about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. What did Jesus tell them to stop doing? Murmuring among themselves. How did Jesus say we come to him? No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. And what will he do on the last day? I will raise him up on the last day, John 6, 44. When Jesus was lifted up from this earth, whom did he say he would draw to himself? John 12, 32 says, and I, once I am lifted up from earth, will draw all men to myself. What is written in the prophets? They shall all be taught by God. And who comes to Jesus? Jesus said, everyone who heard has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. John 6, 45. What shall, he, what shall be great among those taught by God? Isaiah 54, 13 says, all your sons shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. Boy, do our children need that peace today with the turmoil going on in the world. Number seven, how do we understand what is taught by God? 1 Corinthians 2, 12 to 13 says, the spirit we have received is not the world spirit, but God's spirit, helping us to recognize the gifts that God he has given us. We shall, we speak of these, not in words of human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit. Thus interpreting spiritual things in spiritual terms. When we do this study, we rely on the Holy Spirit to teach us. Number eight, who has seen the father? John 6, 46 says, only the one who is from God has seen the Father. And we know that's Jesus. Who has eternal life? He who believes has eternal life. And what does Jesus say he is? The bread of life. What happened to our ancestors? They ate manna in the desert, but they did, but they died. And what is the, this bread? This is the bread that comes down from heaven for a man to eat and never die. Who does Jesus say he is? The living bread 
<clears throat> come down from heaven. What will happen to those who eat this bread? He shall live forever. And what does Jesus say the bread he gives is? His flesh for the life of the world, John 6, 51. <clears throat> this is so clear on the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. The personal, how have you been strengthened by the bread that came down from heaven? Jesus, and in what ways do you partake of his body? How, how has word and sacrament at Mass affected your life? Deacon Ken wrote, I receive healing after healing, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And he partakes of his body through Eucharist, word, in fellowship, and they have totally changed my life, he says. In another book, How Has He Been Strengthened? He has given bread that will give me life forever. He's been strengthened through communion, adoration, and he has it has affected his life dramatically. Another book, I have been healed physically in many ways. I have been healed emotionally as well as spiritually in his word in Eucharist. I now can Eucharist others because of the Eucharist that I have received. In another book, he is the center of my life. He has promised that he would never leave me. I have come to know my Savior personally. And even in another book, he says, I have been strengthened physically as well as spiritually. I partake of his body in the Eucharist, study of scripture, prayer. They have changed it for the better. I will live forever. And I answer this personal um, about how he has strengthened my life. As a daily communicant, I receive strength and knowledge of his presence more and more each day. I partake of his body through Holy Communion and I hear his voice through the word of God speaking to me. It has affected my life in a way I can love others the way he loves me. I am always here and available to love those of my family and friends who do and don't know Jesus in a personal way. It is the love of God that will transform lives as he has mine. And I recently failed to pray with a friend who asked me, and the Holy Spirit spoke very clearly to me the next morning to never refuse prayer to someone who asked me for it. And the psalm for this coming Sunday is Psalm 34, 2 to 9. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The Lord will hear me and be glad. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us extol, together extol his name. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy, and your faces may not blush with shame. When the afflicted man called out, the Lord heard. And from all his distress, he saved him. 
The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Happy the man who takes refuge in him. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon, Ian, Deacon Ken said, in my misfortune, I called. The Lord heard me and saved me from all distress. His application, I will listen to others more intently. Then I will direct them into the healing presence of Christ. In another book, he said, I sought the Lord who answered me, delivered me from all my fears. In his application, I now realize how powerful God really is, and I trust in him with my all in all. In another book, when the afflicted man called out, the Lord heard him. His application, I will respond to those who are afflicted, just like Christ hears and responds to me. Then he's got in parentheses, Mark's grandmother. In another book, I sought the Lord and he answered me. Application, when I am in distress, I call on his name. John 6, 37, and he always answers me. Well, I answer the psalm in this way. I look back to when Ken and I ministered together and can see how the Lord worked through both of us, especially in counseling couples. We individually developed our relationship with God through study of the word, then came together and shared what we heard God saying to us. My application to this psalm is to keep my eyes on Jesus because he is always with me, especially when I go through the grieving over Ken's body separation. Continue to look to Jesus, and I continue to look to Jesus and imitate him in all that I say and do by being present to those I come in contact with. The commentary this passage shows that the Jewish leaders, like many people today, judge things by human values and by external standards. Their reaction to Jesus' claim as to who he was produced the fact that he was only a poor Nazarene who was the son of a poor local carpenter. There was no way that someone who was so ordinary as he could be a special messenger of God. Today's gospel really drives home the point that we should never neglect a message from God because we do not care for the messenger. God has many messengers. His greatest message came through a Galilean carpenter, and for that very reason, the Jews disregarded it. Their appraisal of him as a small-town carpenter totally blurred their vision of him and interfered with accepting his claim of divinity. Today, many people reject Christ because they say they cannot believe he is the Son of God. In reality, the, the claims he makes on their lives are what they really object to. They deny the messenger in order to protect themselves from the message. The Jewish leaders of Jesus's time asked the same question that many people ask today. 
How can Jesus give us his flesh to eat? What we need to know and believe that to eat his living bread means to unite ourselves with Jesus. We are united with him in several ways. One is by believing in his death and resurrection and by committing ourselves to living as he commanded us. Others include reading daily his holy word by partaking of him in sacramental union and by trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit. The application for this week, the first reading shows us that God is our refuge, our fortress, and our strength, Psalm 91. The second reading reveals that we need to be before we do. The gospel reveals that God delivers his message through many messengers. This week, show what you believe by how you live. Show your family that you're in peace by receiving Jesus in the Eucharist, his holy word, meditation, and Christian fellowship. Show them that because the Holy Spirit resides in you, you do not have to be afraid of anything or anyone. Let them see you experience God's love as you partake of his living bread in Holy Communion. Before our closing prayer, just to let you know that next Sunday is the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is in the back of the book on page 295. The power in this Bible study is for you to spend time with Jesus alone each day prior to the week of the study during the lesson. It is amazing what the Holy Spirit will teach you over time. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for this lesson today. Thank you for your presence, your Holy Spirit, always being and teaching us today. Thank you for all the teaching that you're doing and you're guiding us and directing us and loving us. You are the bread of life. You give us life. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, 
go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.